What is comprehensive sexuality education? And why should you be concerned about it? Isn't education a good thing, especially about something as universal as sex? And if you're going to educate, shouldn't it be comprehensive? Well, maybe. It depends on who's doing the educating, who it's intended for, and for what purpose. Sex ed used to mean learning about human reproduction and was usually taught in high school biology. Not anymore. According to UNESCO, the United Nations Education, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, CSE is a process of teaching and learning about the cognitive, emotional, physical, and social aspects of sexuality. Sounds okay, until that is, you pull back the curtain to understand who else is behind CSE and why. Organizations like CECUS, Planned Parenthood, Advocates for Youth, the Human Rights Campaign, and others which have motives for CSE that go well beyond what you might think. CECUS, or Sexuality Information and Education Council of the United States, which despite the name is not a government organization, has recently rebranded itself to declare what it's really about. Sex Ed for Social Change, which it defines as a large-scale culture shift. Not surprising, since CECUS was started by this woman, Mary Calderon, who previously was the medical director of Planned Parenthood, a devotee of the eugenist and serial pedophile, Alfred Kinsey. What about Planned Parenthood, another one of the big sponsors of CSC? This organization was started by Margaret Sanger, who believed abortion was a means to cull the racially inferior or mentally unfit from society. For Planned Parenthood, using a gender transformative approach, CSE is a means to transform gender roles and advance equitable social systems. Advocates for Youth, co-sponsor of an organization called The Future of Sex Education, sees CSE as a means of advancing social, racial, and reproductive justice and equity. This thing called intersectionality, which translated means victim identity politics, and of course, language inclusivity, by which is meant people's preferred gender pronouns. These are the groups behind CSE. But who is CSE intended for? College students who presumably are mature enough to understand and weigh the implications of such material? <laughs> Not hardly. The audience is children, grade schoolers beginning in kindergarten with sophisticated materials targeted to each successive grade. From kindergarten to second grade, teachers are advised to rely on books with titles like, Who Are You? My Princess Boy, and Jacob's New Dress. From third to sixth grade, we see titles like Uncle Bobby's Wedding, King and King, and It's Perfectly Normal. By the time kids reach middle school, the curriculums are so sexually explicit, we can't even describe them here. Which brings us to the purpose of CSE. It's hardly a secret. In California, the Department of Education published a 700-page document called The Framework that outlines in great detail the requirements of CSE. From this document, it's clear what the goal of CSE is. It's to promote a worldview, a worldview with four identifiable goals. 
The first of which is to advance SOGI ideology in all K through 12 public education. SOGI stands for Sexual Orientation, Gender Identity, and conveys the idea that both sexual attraction and gender exist along a spectrum. One's biological sex is meaningless. CSE teaches children to embrace subjective sexual and gender identities, if need be, through the force of law. The second goal of the CSE worldview is to sexualize children. CSE encourages children to become sexually active beginning in grade school. The evidence for this is amply provided in the various approved curriculums. The third goal is to destroy the nuclear family as the indispensable support of a healthy society, or at least the idea of it. CSE teaches that all arrangements and groupings of consenting adults are equally valid. Fourth and finally, CSE seeks to undermine parental authority. A parent's conventional understanding of sex and gender are taught as negative stereotypes and may even be signs of spiritual abuse. Parents are discouraged from viewing CSE teaching materials by a mass of bureaucratic red tape. Children are coached on how to get contraceptives, treatment for STDs, and even abortions, all without a parent's consent or even knowledge. Taken together, as Sikas' motto declares, the purpose of CSE is to bring about social change. But is this kind of social change a goal shared by taxpaying parents of children in the public school system? Should it be? Forewarned is forearmed. I'm Mark Schneider with Protect Our Kids.